I was gonna start off with a bum 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 because it is totes our our long-awaited Star Wars Jedi Survivor podcast yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. People have been emailing me every week going, hey, how come you guys aren't talking about Jedi Survivor? And I'm like, well, it's not out yet. It's super weird that you emailed me about this. But here we are, finally. It's It's been released. But before we get to that, I wanted to ask you a very important question. Matt, what's your favorite Star Wars film, and why is it Empire Strikes Back? Because most of them suck. Do most of the Star Wars films suck? Is that... Is that something you're willing to no, no, I, go on record with? No, I'm kidding. I, 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 I love the Star Wars films, except for the ones that you don't like. Fewer. Yeah, right? It, that's everybody's favorite Star Wars film is one that someone else doesn't like. Yeah. Okay. So what just so clear, you... like, I like all the ones that you all like, and I, and I hate all the ones that you all hate. Exactly, exactly. Either you, and I guess with the new ones, either you love Solo or you love, um, what's, what's, the, what's the one that I love that I can't think of at the top of my head right now? Um, Rogue One. Either yeah, Rogue One. But yeah. you never like both of those. It's true. Rogue One was fantastic. Solo was a mediocre heist movie. Solo was like if Marvel's bat, like if Marvel's B movie, one of Marvel's B movie plots was left in a napkin in a bar, and someone picked it up and was like, you know, this could be a good Han Solo film. Yeah. And then it wasn't. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. You heard well, it you know, don't get your movie ideas from a, you know, a napkin from a from a bar. Anyway, that's enough about Star Wars films because we're here to talk about a Star Wars video game. Not many of those released these days, considering yeah. the fact that um, EA still has scrubby little hands on the license. But, uh, you know, for those who aren't familiar with the franchise, Respawn has been uh, handling the, the Jedi series for you know, the last two iterations. And they did a pretty good job with Fallen Order. You and I were both fans. Uh, it, was a, it was a Dark Souls, Uncharted, Metroidvania blend of things. A mesh, yeah. Yeah, just a little mesh. Cameron Moynihan showed up to star as Cal Kestis. Um, I like him. I think he's... Me too. I think he's fine. I think he's charming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know... Uh, and the lightsaber combat was pretty dope. But now we have a brand new Star Wars Jedi Survivor game. And it released Thursday of last week. Time of this recording is Tuesday, May 2nd. So we've, we've basically had it over the weekend, both of us. And that's super exciting because we get to bounce our, our experiences off one another. Right? And these are my favorite episodes. Um, yeah. I guess, big picture, how, how do you like it so far? So, uh, uh, there's a lot there, right? Um, for one, everything that we were talking about that we kind of wanted from the first one, that we were really hoping that they added to this one, they did. They, they every, every last bit of it. Like, the, the amount of space, for one, is fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely perfect. Um, 
and I, I really think that's like another example, just like God of War, where these mid-size maps are just everything you need. Any right. bigger just, would be way too monotonous, right? I, I definitely had God of War on my on my list of inspirations as the pseudo open world, but not in a cheap way, in in a in a way where it's it's not exhausting. It's exactly yeah, what you need, and it's not too like yeah. The first God of War is very corridory, and you know you go in and out of different spaces, just like the first, just like Fallen Order. Like I said, my big problem was that everything was so narrow. Um, yeah. And they, you're right. They opened it up just enough to where right. it felt expansive and natural, and not, yeah. you know, like this big bloated, empty landscape. Yeah, uh, another game where I mean, on that note, it's just kudos to the level designers because I felt like it was really open. And then when you when you're traversing that open area, it gets you into those smaller corridors where you use your traversal skills to get around um, yeah your so, respawn wall running yeah <laughs> but you know it captures on what was good about the first game uh, mm-hmm. and, and that way it's it like it really deal i think the whole game in general it does not break the mold right it doesn't yeah. necessarily add anything to the new to the genre but it it collects everything from other genres of video games brings them all together and and does it extremely well right like it learned from all the predecessors that came before it and and made just a well-rounded game uh yeah yeah i agree that being said if i did have to critique one thing i don't know if i felt this way in the first one or not but the combat feels a little like clunky maybe it's really just the pairing like the pairing i feel odd like it's not satisfying at all to parry in a game that predominantly revolves around pairing there's a what i was gonna bring to this was a jitteriness where sometimes i feel like something i'm doing like okay so first i want to say I think the combat system was made a little bit easier. Like you can kind of just fuck up your way through it and it's okay. Um, It doesn't feel as punishing as the first one did, but um, yeah, there is a little bit of a jitteriness going on, especially when you're in crowds. And I don't know if that's because they've introduced a bunch of different lightsaber styles. And so it's not the single double bladed, and you have to switch back between those two. It's like now you have five different styles. Um, I don't know how far you are, but where I'm at, I just got the the um, cross guard saber. Yeah, and fantastic. It's really cool. <laughs> I yeah, really no, just I, I agree like with you there. Channeling my my Adam driver, you know, my inner Adam driver, and just going around. Just we all have one. Getting things to death. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I will say, so I was going to say, and, and we'll, we'll double back to the critiques because I, I don't, I definitely don't feel sour on this game in the slightest. Like, and I, I feel like you're in the same boat where it's, you know, if I had to critique, yes, the combat, there's yeah, something there that, like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's something in, in moments, but it's never like consistent. Like I, I still feel like I can do badass Jedi shit when I need yeah. to do it. Um, 
but I'd say that this one just turned it to 11 with the fan service. They're like, what do you want to see from a Star Wars? What have you always wanted from a Star Wars game since PlayStation 1? Like, what have you been waiting for? And it's here. Like, this is the Jedi game. This is the, like, like space gallivanting bounty hunter game that we've been waiting for because there's a little bit of everything. And Cal's... Remember how when we talked about this before, we, we said... You know, what we're looking for from the story, it ended on a very, like, where to next? What do we do now? Do we restore the Jedi Order? It's like, well, we kind of know how the Star Wars universe plays out a little bit. So I was looking for something a little more human and, like, ragtag group of individuals from different backgrounds. And that's, I I think, where this game is full-on going. Right. Um... Yeah, I mean, I have to see how it all plays out. I think it kind of yeah. just starts to go into its own little story, right? And you kind of yeah. get... I, I like the way that they did that. Like, basically, most of the game takes place in a backwaters, you know, uh, outskirts planet that not too many people would even have a reason to ever go to in a, yeah. in a very large galaxy. Yeah, basically, like a Western, right? Except for, of course, it has, like, Coruscant and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, oh my god when that okay that was the first moment for me when i was in coruscant and i got to the like the edge where all of the sky vehicles are going back and forth and like crossing in front of each other i was like wow okay this this is impressive <laughs> it just the the spectacle. I, I know, right yeah holy sh- like I was thinking that myself, just looking at it, like this is this is a very pretty game. Like right yeah. off the bat, like yeah. this is there's just something about the way there's so much going on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually very impressed. Yeah, very, exactly. Very there, there is a lot going on, and there's it's it's alive more than the previous one was. Yeah. I think with just background details and the fact that you're yep. constantly running into NPCs. And there's a ton of additional dialogue that you can you can pick up on, and um, everything you do opens more dialogue options. And it's not necessarily for quests or anything, but sometimes it is. But um, it's really just to hear more about the characters and and everything else. I um, speaking of fan service. Uh, speaking of fan service, I never knew that I wanted the B one robots droids. Absolutely hilarious, and I love them so much, so very much. Really funny. Yeah, they are right. Uh, You just crawl up on one, and it's like, yeah. So I told him this. (laughs) (laughs) And he even he even remarks at one point, he's like, "They never shut up, dude." (laughs) Yeah, no, no. They were like programmed to 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 talk like that. I uh, I shared a clip to Twitter last night. that was incredible. I walked up on a group. So you know where you fight the like toad monsters relative or whatever? Like you fall in that pit and you have that really hard toad like you go into the Ah uh, god, yeah, that thing like literally beat me to death. He's a piece of a, shit a, a bunch of times. Yeah. He, he absolutely sucks. I hate I hated him in the I hated his grandfather in the first one or whatever the hell it was. Um this one feels even more cheap and in a game where, like I said 
or we both said it's the difficulty curve is not that harsh. That is like a, yeah, that, a slap in the face. You're like, oh shit, I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like a homage to the difficulty of the first one. Uh, that wasn't a, like that difficult. That's what it feels but... like. It just feels cheap, though. Like his his red he attack. Just throws, yeah, you can't. I don't. I don't know. I guess you maybe you're supposed to jump over it. Probably you are, but it feels like I do, and he still just hits yeah. me, and it's like two shots, and you're dead. Regardless, because yeah. you um, can't. And I'm not even talking about his slam. I'm talking about like the lunge that he does. Uh, yeah, because you yeah, can't. Yeah. You can't dodge to the side. And you can't block it. No, everything yeah. else is fine, but that lunge, I can't time it. I don't know what it is. I will say another thing if I'm if I'm being, you know, picky about the combat. I feel like um again, none of this stops the game from being fun at all in combat, right? Like I'll go around murdering everything for days in that game. Of course. Uh, yeah. Again, Adam Drive just here. Yeah. Uh the 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 timing of everything. I often feel like enemies are attacking you when you're attacking, right? And your attacks yeah. do not stop them from attacking. Their attacks no. can stop you from attacking. No, they really want you to splice in those force powers. Um, yeah, I I started to realize like the game feels better the more you use your force. Yeah. If you if you just go balls to the wall lightsaber combat and don't use your force powers or um, you know, like it, it seems a little more deliberate in how you use your triangle moves too, or yeah, uh, whatever you're playing, Y moves. Um, that yeah, it can feel a little awkward at first, but I feel like I'm starting to get in figured out as I'm unlocking uh, the new stances. It's, it's what do you it's got? X. <laughs> oh, because you have the eight bit do control. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. No. Um. Same. Same here with with this guy. Yeah, freaking X up there for no reason. Um, but I'm playing on PlayStation Five, so it is triangle, which makes the most sense to me. Me too. I was. Oh, let me go back to my funny anecdote. <laughs> um, the B one droid before the pit with the giant toad monster. There's a bunch of them, and I pushed a couple yeah. back, and one goes one, <laughs> one just goes. All right, I got a grenade out. Oh wait! And he starts juggling the grenade and like freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they kill each. They kill themselves like all the time. Slowly. That that is some attention to detail where it is. you can just have those moments where like, oh crap. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it really and it, it 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 is like way better than I just could have imagined. I don't know why they did that perfectly. They did a lot of just. They made them know, better than the like prequel that. movie. Then they made them better than Phantom Menace made them. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess it's kind of spoilers too, but just by like funny moments in the game, and, and just maybe like perfect. They had to know what you were gonna do. I did like the side mission where I found uh, I, I I found a, like a, a Empire base, mm. and uh, on what on what planet? It was on. Um, Whatever the the main planet is called, main like big one. I don't remember now at the moment. Kobo, the with like, yeah, 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 Kobo, yeah. So Aus- like when you space Australia, <laughs> yeah, basically. When whenever you go, you you kind of go off and you find like this misty village area, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where you actually get um, 
little like electrocute dart for for BD one. I don't I don't know if you got that already. No, uh, apparently I completely missed this. What? It, yeah, it's it's like a side area. You just you'll you'll oh you'll find you'll find it. Like it it it's I'm farther than you. So it's I not like just so I just got back there from um I went to the moon base. Right. Now that I'm done with the moon base, I'm back on um Kobo. So maybe I'm you have to, uh, yeah, you have to go and get like one more like unlock basically that allows you to do some different traversal stuff to get there, okay. I think. Uh but then yeah, then once you get it, um I don't want to spoil it too much, but I guess it's not too significant here. You find the base, it sends out like waves of enemies at you, you basically kill everybody, right? So there's no mm -hmm. one left and you're like you go in and there's a dude at the door, whatever you do your Jedi mind trick to get in. And then all of a sudden, it says there's a uh, that there's a guy at the end of this hallway, right? And he's like, "Time to die, Jedi!" And he starts running at you, like screaming. <laughs> and it's it's like it's a boss fight, right? It even has like the health bar and everything. Mm -hmm. But his name is like something the door repair guy, right? <laughs> so obviously, giant spoilers here for anybody who doesn't like anything. We probably spoiled. should have said that up front. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Great. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> big spoilers. Another uh, another lightsaber stance is totally the fucking the, uh, pistol and sword. I'm sure you've been really enjoying that one. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. So, right, yeah. Like, that right there is just fan service again. Yeah, well, and, the, and they, the show, they showed that they showed a lot of those in the trailers. So I don't think it's like full on spoilers that they they brought the stances in this one. But yeah, right. Needless to say, I just shot him, shot him once, and he died because he's like supposed to be really weak. You Indiana uh, Jones him? Yeah, Indiana Jones him. It was like <laughs> I was like, wow, that was like way too perfect. Like they had to know I was gonna do that. That's that's really it, good. It was funny though. Really good. Uh, I guess this is a good time to talk about the stances because that's, I mean, that's a huge part of this as, yeah. you know, I kind of brought it up in, in the beginning, but you go from two main stances in the first game to having five in this one, I think. Is yeah, no. I mean, it's all five. I have is four. No, four. it's sing single blade, dual. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's single blade, double sided. Dual twin blades, saber twin yeah. sabers, pistol, and cross guard. Cross guard, yeah. Big, big, which is basically a big claymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, I never really thought of it as like a claymore style lightsaber, and I guess that's Neither always what I. they were going for in 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 the newer Star Wars movies. Force like, Awakening. it makes sense the way that like Kylo Ren uses it. With just uh, now, full now. raw heavy power. Yeah, just you know, really those heavy overswings and stuff like that totally makes sense. Yeah, I I just like I never picked up on that, but I'm I'm very glad that that is actually a weapon in the Star Wars universe now. Maybe a bit of embellishment, like I don't know, because Kylo Ren usually used a it single handed. Yeah, he did. But they may have just seen an opportunity to RPG the shit out of it and give you a giant broadsword that you can. Uses like and it, they do such a good job at um, making every stance feel totally different. Oh yeah. Um, 
I, I, w- I wish maybe there was a little more complexity with the combat. Like definitely. Like some some not quite like a woe long, but you know, maybe and, and you unlock different things with the skill trees, but you can tell that they they really they're set to like, well, you have your square, then you hold your square, then you have your force attack, which is which is triangle, then you have your attack pause attack, then you have your um you know, I don't like that. It's just kind of like, like your R one and and yeah, you can attack you can throw it and that. But like as far, it feels like there's such a robust combat system that if they added some combos to it, would just really I don't know elevate it to a different level. Yeah. Um. But what uh, what stances are you mainly using? See, I find it hard to not you know go with our um not gravitate towards the the unusual right like we played a million games now where you get a single or double or twin blade so i have 100 just been rocking the the uh cross guard and the and the uh beam saber pistol yeah, I was. Uh, I, I, pistol, single I totally life. agree. Yeah, it's like you want to use what's different, like what they, what you haven't been able to use so far. And I mean, who's not going to use the pistol stance? It's just yeah. kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like like none of those. I I definitely like the twin blades. Of course, they're, that, they're good. They are really good. That's one hundred percent what I was using before. I do love the fact that it it does like the you know the whole force try to strike me down parry system right uh that's super cool a little bit clunky sometimes and then really op other times but my issue with that is that i really wanted to stick with the dual the dual swords as my other like i i liked the i like the cross guard one but i just i feel like i want to stick with the pistol and dual swords maybe for this i'll see but my problem was i felt like i don't have any strong uh heavy attack yeah it's like you have two very quick weapons right yeah exactly and so like if i press triangle on my gun stance i shoot a gun and yes you can incorporate that in fact i think the gun stance has kind of the most unique blending ability like you can incorporate those blaster shots within your combos in a really cool way and it feels more fluid and there's different um, blaster shots i don't know if you caught that yeah yeah, yeah. there's well wait, besides the charge one yeah you can literally purchase oh. you uh, unlock the ability to purchase different charge shots oh my god no okay so i haven't gotten there yet yeah <laughs> That's so yeah no they definitely put like a lot into that yeah. one i think but when i had the dual swords as my secondary stance I, I like I feel like I'm fighting with the dual swords. I want just like a you know like a, a cross slash or yeah. a, a whirlwind or something. But yeah, you have cool. you have the counter and you can't switch that off. And so now I feel like the two stances I have, I don't have just like a freaking all out triangle super move. And yeah. so when the cross guard came along, I was like it's hard to ignore the fact that that just has this like obliterating slash. Um, but I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. 
that's like for me. It's it's like well, it, what was the what's the point? Because I mean, now I find a lot of uses for the the lightsaber pistol, right? Because a it's got range, it's got the pistol, and then it's quick for like those little quick enemies that the sword guard has a hard time dealing with. And you look like a, a pirate. <laughs> yeah, and then the sword guard just obliterates fucking things when you hit them. So oh God, it breaks. It breaks everybody's like all the tiny enemies. And I feel like I haven't encountered a big enemy with the cross guard one yet, but I feel like it's going to be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, seems like the most versatile setup, but I Hey, I mean, I'm sure people will find uh, a lot of different art. Just go with what they want to go with. Right. Um, Since I've been a star Wars fan, I have hungered for multiple lightsabers. I just, I want, yeah. whether it's a, whether it's a, a, a dual blade or it's dual swords, like I just I love the idea of having two freaking blades. I even customized the hell out of my my uh, my lightsaber to like I don't know look. Cool. Oh yeah, I've spent a like way too much time making my lightsaber look nice. I guess that's a good segue into customization because this game has it and mwah. Oh my god! Yeah, the customization yeah. in this game for yeah. for a game that uh, that has an actor in the game, there's so much customization. <laughs> like you still have to be a, right. a you still have to be a white redhead, but right, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you can give him a plethora of different haircuts and beards. You know, not beards, mustaches. Oh my god, uh, I saw someone post a picture earlier. Like, this is killing me. And it was him with the mullet and the handlebar. <laughs> it was like... I thought how, about it. I was like, how, how do... <laughs> Sorry, go How cast this after, after bringing his minor league baseball team to the championship took off to space? And it's uh, like, yep. Yeah, I, I really wanted to rock the mullet. But I don't know. I've, I've been doing the, the man bun the bun and the I'll go back and forth with beards depending on how long he's been out in the wild. I'll like yeah. I'll make his beard longer and just be like, yeah, Cal's Cal's roughing it right now. <laughs> Hasn't had time to shape, you know, been too busy fighting the Empire all by his goddamn self, apparently. Yeah. No, I, I can I can tell how much this game is um really connecting with my my fan servicey Star Wars because like Depending on where I'm at, I change my outfit. So I'm like, okay, I'm on the ship. Time to put on my pilot's outfit and my bomber jacket. Now I'm out in the wilds. Like, gotta gotta throw on my Jedi robes or my survivor gear with the backpacks and stuff. It's like I don't know. They did a yeah. really good job with just crafting all of that that yeah. gear. And they also, did. our favorite thing, not making it stats based, so you can wear whatever the fuck you want whenever you want. <laughs> It's true, because I would have anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I yeah. will take the penalties to look cool. Form over function. Any Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, again, I've spent probably... I, I finish playing every night this week by sitting there and reconfiguring my lightsaber for about an hour when I should be going to bed. So why does it take an hour? It shouldn't. But I just there are endless it, combinations. It, it's like, you know, funny thing, 
about me. I'm not really an RC person whatsoever. But give me like a, a character creator. Sometimes I literally have to just walk away and just be like, nope, I'm going with the preset because I don't want to be here for three hours making a character I don't like. Especially uh, when the aspect <laughs> Especially when the when it goes to like full resolution, you're like, I can't even tell what I spent an hour and a half trying to yeah. do. <laughs> or yeah. now I'm wearing a helmet. <laughs> it's true. But, you know, I mean, I it's just something I guess I enjoy and hate doing at the same time. But hey, with lightsabers, cool. And there's so many options in this one. My That's, God. Yeah. No, there's with- so many options. And I feel like the first game through... If I if I look at the first game and look at the lightsaber customization, they threw almost just as much at you. But now with the materials and the components, it just feels endless. It feels like you're sorting through a bucket of things, and you're like, "All right, well, this emitter looks really cool with this guy, and I want I want this texture on this piece." Because, well, I yeah. guess that was the other thing is you couldn't change the. It wasn't as granular with changing the textures on every little tiny piece. And so you really can make like your Disney World lightsaber of your dreams. Yeah, pretty much, right? But you don't have to pay. Uh, I can only assume those things are grossly expensive. Like $120. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's not that bad. But-, but I have one now that's like, it. it's got freaking cross cord spikes and tiny blades on it and looks yeah. like rustic but pristine yeah. i don't know it's i like how you can even age it or age the like the patina to it you know it's crazy yeah. it they, is crazy they clearly uh, just wanted to i don't know it's just fans making a game it yeah. that that's what it feels that's like what, that is that 100 percent what it feels like all the way bunch of star wars nerds made a star I, uh, wars game more than the first one also, like when you think about it, that is a really cool and and unique way to utilize modern graphics, right? Because oh, yeah. I mean, just now we're really getting to an age where having that textured sort of look is really actually going to do something, you know? Right. You can, you can add textures. For, I mean, for those who haven't played it, it's like they will be under colors for your lightsaber or, um, I guess BD one and stuff. Uh, they'll have like leather textures and different metals and you know if it's like silver you can make the patina look very like polished uh or you know bronze or what have you or you have your different type of leathers that just look a lot different or like soft leathers look like soft leathers where hard leathers looked like they're like hard leathers yeah i was i like at one point had inlaid wood and yeah, wood, intricate gold. gold detail, and I was like, "This is way too fancy." I'm running through a desert. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Jedi aren't supposed to be very vain, but you know, screw that shit. <laughs> yeah, my 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 lightsaber is gonna look fly as fuck. Yes. Um, what was the other thing? Um, oh, my blaster. Once I found out you could customize a blaster, I almost I shit know. myself on the couch. I. Was I, like, I, I <laughs> I was like, man, Quinn's gonna, Quinn's gonna love this to death. It's like, <laughs> this is literally, uh, she's having the best time right now. Yeah, I, I really that that I don't know, like, 
I got the blaster and I was like, that's cool. That's cool. And then I opened it up and it was like, you can now customize your blaster. I was like, of course you fucking can. Yes. <laughs> it's like every, every time the game opens up and like describes something, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what should be happening. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> when I picked up the cross guard. Cross- guard thing, I was like, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you can customize the cross guards. Like who you, who can do the angle? That, that's the thing. You know, you open this up saying that this isn't really breaking the mold on what this type of video game can be. But I constantly find myself surprised at the de- the tiny details that come up. And it's like, wow, another game would not have done that. They wouldn't have gone to that length to make sure that, you know, you feel immersed in this experience or, you know, right. it's like, damn, that's, you know, that's impressive. And it's it's silly stuff like customizing your lightsaber, or your pistol or whatever. But here we are. And that's kind of like the depth of the game is, mm-hmm. is I guess customization as far as like appearance and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it, it is immersive, extremely immersive. And exactly. That's like what you want from a beloved franchise that you probably grew up watching. Right. Oh yeah. You, you want to feel like you're there. Uh, and it, it, it really does such mm-hmm. an amazing job doing that. Yeah. And, 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 we're at a weird crossroads where instead of pulling from all of, instead of it being something where it's like, Oh my God, this is just a celebration of star Wars games. It doesn't quite feel like that. It feels like an evolution and it feels like it's pulling more from the, the films and TV shows where it's like, if, if you're really into the Mandalorian, you're probably going to get a lot from just the first 10 hours of this game. It's like, the Mandalorian experience almost um, somehow they capture all that yeah. stuff. If you're a fan of the new one, if you're a fan of the old, like it's, it's kind of just got bits and pieces and flavors from every era of star Wars that you've been watching. Not so much the games in as far as games, it feels like it finally reached that, that precipice of this feels like straight up star Wars. Right. Um, and doesn't just right off the, coattails of the name either right yeah yeah right on how uh, do whatever. you feel about the platforming uh i mean you know platforming it's it's there's like more there's more of it right or am, am i is it i feel like I there might be more of it more of what platforming, platforming? this one maybe so well so i mean what was what was the original game we talked about? Is it's corridors. So how did it have to separate that? It was kind of like, okay, run, do this, do this, and then come into like a fighting esque arena, right? Like it, it yeah. didn't feel that way, but that's what it was. Probably why some of the reasons why the combat the way that it was because it'll slow you down, so you don't go immediately on to the next running area. I mean, this is more like big expanse for the most part, big expanse, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of go any which way into different like quarter esque um, uh, traversing experiences, right? Platforming, yeah, 
So, yeah, I mean, you can have, like, moments where you're just going back to back to back to back to back uh, platforming. Um, But then overall, I would say, yeah, probably in each level there is more of it. I do really appreciate that they did something that probably every game should do, even though it might be unrealistic, because that makes sense for some reason. Some people, uh, Cal moves fucking fast when he's climbing on things. Thank God. Yeah. Well, so the last game. I don't remember. You. So basically, uh, I I beat it not that long ago. And I know that like you start off climbing, not like terribly slow, but it it doesn't. It feels basic AAA video game climbing, Uncharted, all that stuff. But you get those claws on that that forest planet it might be Kashyyyk I don't know it's before you fight the ninth sister in like the treetops and you fly with that bird and stuff you literally get these climbing claws and then you start just like moving at a at a like a gopher pace or whatever I don't know some I guess that's what it is <laughs> well no I mean I guess now Cal... they just kept it yeah or Cal clearly has uh, like mastered the forest at this point it's, right it's, it's Jedi climbing yeah so I mean you know come on no, but it's it's good. It's like I don't want to put up with that crap, especially yeah, I don't, especially know. with like this game. I'm I'm constantly so I probably spent we might have played the same amount of hours. I just spent so much time on uh, Kobo going around and doing as much as I possibly could before I moved on. Like I couldn't oh, stop yeah. looking through different corridors. Um, and, and little secrets and, and making sure I got everything. I don't know. I just so I, much, so much. Yeah. And so yeah. maybe that's what it is. It's like, I felt like I did a bunch of platforming because I just wasn't progressing the story along. And so if you're comparing this to the first game, it's definitely more of that experience where you can pause and go do menial things before you move on to the next story event. It's definitely that type of game now, which I don't necessarily feel like the first one was. Um, I wouldn't say like full RPG, but again, like God of War, especially Ragnarok, where, you know, there's a ton of stuff to do before you move on. Yeah. I will say the, the moon base was a little more hearkening back to the first game. Like the moon base yeah. just felt like Fallen Order. Um, so I don't know if you've encountered another planet that is open the way that Kobo is. Uh, well, no, I mean, not so far. I mean, it's basically, well, actually, maybe. So it seems like they kind of follow a pattern. It's like Kobo definitely seems like the biggest planet by far. Um, and then yeah. there's another planet that I'm not Jetta. sure if you got. Yeah, that... I mean, that actually actually has a pretty big area to it. Okay, so um, that just hasn't opened up for me yet. It's it Yeah, was- so, like, if you leave the base there, there there is, like, a whole big okay. back area that's pretty... I mean, in terms of... It's probably, like, more open space, just because it's, like, a desert. I don't think it's as... as um, it's probably just as big as Kobo, Kobo but there's the, maybe just less stuff per square mm-hmm. inch there. Um, also, I, I feel like the game starts to kind of ramp up in terms of the enemies that it starts to throw at you and the amount of them 
that is one thing. It's kind of like now at Kobo, like, and I don't feel, I don't know how long the game is, but I don't feel like I'm that far into it, maybe like halfway. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's just like everywhere you walk, there is pretty high level in- enemies, right? Or like big creatures now or two big creatures. And I'm just like, the- leave me alone. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Like you said in Kobo, it's kind of Elden Ring ish where people will just be roaming around, not necessarily on a um, a scripted thing either. It's just like they're there because that's the behavior of these NPCs, and there's a chance that they might be here at this time. I got through one of the challenges because I had to go outside and find one of those rolling bomb things to go yeah. and break a door. And I, I literally, I don't know if this is how you're supposed to do it, but I went and found it outside with a patrol killed the patrol and carried this little bomb droid back into this cavern, grabbed it and made sure it didn't blow me up on the way there and then grabbed it and threw it at the door and blew it up. <laughs> it was very strange. Is uh, I mean, I think I know. Is that where you get the, the Kobo lightsaber? Yeah, it was definitely yeah. a chest with a lightsaber for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and I was just uh, like, how do you open this? What the hell? And then finally I just went out and waited and then <laughs> and found one. I, I, like, don't, okay. I don't remember what I did, but there's definitely an area that like spawns where you mm-hmm. can like spawn one. And it's a pretty far trek, but uh yeah, I mean that's one way to do it, right? Yeah, I mean it doesn't just... matter. you can literally you can literally walk those things forever. Did you do the um so this is a good uh, point to show like how different this this is from the first one. The old shack side mission where you just literally go and find a little shack and you have to figure out how to get into it. And there's a robot down there like, eh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to like do something to to throw a bomb through a window to blow up a door. And it's just like this thing that you don't ever have to encounter or do. But it's a rumor. That's what they call the side quest. Right. And I was like, no, I'm doing this before I leave. There's no red mark on it. I'm doing it. I know I can. Yeah. yeah. It's possible. So I'm going to do it. Some, yeah. of that stuff, oh, yeah. some of that stuff can be a little vexing, though, because you're like, can I do this? Is it too early? Should I come? And I, I find that to be a little frustrating where I'm just like, I don't know if I'm just thinking about this the wrong way or if I'm not supposed to be here yet. Yeah, I feel like the game, it does like a weird way of blocking you eventually, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it so you'll you'll go through like this whole winding thing and then and then maybe yeah, you'll kind of get to this point where it has just an, like a, a a red ore around an object with an x signifying that you're not supposed like you can't go any farther. Yeah, yeah. But I mean that really only happens until you get like very close to the thing for one, you know. And then you have to go through X, Y, Z before you even kind of figure that out. It does just kind of, I guess, feel weird. And then sometimes you're just really not sure if you can even do anything. Yeah. And it's not all the time, but there's just these key moments. I will say that being considered, I do appreciate that they, I like this map style. Um, just this full 3D thing. And when you look at something that's green or red and you're trying to figure out, can I, okay, so this is an open path. It, it 
you know, details what the thing is. It's not just like there's yeah. a door here. It's like, no, there's a rope here. And it's a green rope that's like connected and shows that you can go and unlock that thing. And it's like, that's such a an interesting way to make a map, you know? Yeah. I mean, they, it's, they it went with the Resident map. Evil style and they, they took it a step further. Yeah. No, they did. Um, it is, and it you is just pull good. it out, and it's like three. Like, like when you open it, you're literally opening it in the world, like Dead yeah. Space style, which is cool. Sorry, really cool. Go ahead. It actually seems like most like UI elements, you know, of like let's say when you're swapping out the, uh, which is just it, it's actually kind of very weird to me when you're swapping out the lightsaber parts. You'll occasionally mm -hmm. notice Cal's like moving his hands and stuff because he's mm -hmm. like actually using like the force to reconfigure so, yeah. it. Yeah. I did notice that. It's pretty cool. I, I think I was messing with the um the dual saber. I had the dual saber and the pistol stances. And when I switched to the the pistol, he took off the bottom of the dual saber and clipped it to his belt and was just holding the one. And I still yeah. had that extra saber clipped to my belt, but it was off. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, that's so cool. Right. No, it, um, that's another one of those like small things that they do all throughout the game that I mean, take development time to actually make that. But it definitely helps with the immersion. But no yeah. one else would go to that level of detail. I mean, no, we're talking someone about said, someone said Cal needs to flip his blaster into his holster like he's freaking um like he's in tombstone or something yeah well because he does because right? absolutely like, does like that yeah. that would have been a missed opportunity we would have been yeah. talking about how he didn't do that like this shit game you know what i don't like what i do like about that whole thing is that the lightsaber stance is kind of like a fencer stance which is super cool to me mm -hmm. uh, but i hate the pistol whip in that combo I don't get crazy it about it either. Yeah, I like it makes no sense to me. For a I second, know. I was like, "Oh, cool," and then I was like, "I wish he'd stop doing that." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I so, totally get it. It's nitpicky stuff, and maybe it's just because, because that's all we got. Like, it's... we've been waiting so long for this type of Star Wars that um, we're like, "All right, now we have to tear this apart." But yeah, I know the little pistol whip. I'm like, oh. yeah, it is just weird. But I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, technically, you never really have to get that far into your combo with that one. Yeah, but I I will say, like, I paid attention to say the finishers, and he didn't even use the pistol for some of the finishers. But it was still this one-handed, like fencer stance, as you were saying, where it's like he's like he's clearly favoring this arm and and doing right. all the stuff with this arm. And that's again that attention detail is like okay, so all these stances not only feel different, but their animations are so unique. Right. Um, well, and even things like you notice when you go to open up boxes, change depending on what you have. He equipped. shoots it. Yeah, he shoots it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he does that if you don't have the the gun stance equipped. Um, if you have if you have the claymore equipped, he just punches it like Kratos. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Uh, so should we talk about the story? Just, just suplexes the fucking. Yeah. Chat. Oh yeah, the people's elbow. So yeah, the storyline. Like, I feel like that's good video game writing, right? Like video game writing at its finest. 
I it was, is, I, I was impressed with the, the way they did the story. Not necessarily just like it wasn't like the first game introduced something crazy and news, you know, dark side, light side. Um, it was cool to see a Jedi that survived the purge. Right. Um, but this one, I definitely feel like is is furthering that, you know, how do these relationships work? What do you really need? Um, from life do you need to keep fighting or do you need to find something that's going to make just you happy and like survive right and you know and that whole bit like you don't survive really have her. to do all this uh, uh, you know it's not really even your responsibility to carry on this entire war by yourself no there's like passive conflict between Cal and his I really was surprised that the entire band broke up yeah, um, me too. Right, what actually just instantly added a lot of depth, though. It was mm-hmm. smart, smart writing. You want, I think. you want to know like what happened. Now you're automatically interested in the flashbacks yeah. and and you know why these people might be um on like awkward territory in some yeah. ways. And you know, will they? Won't they? With Cal and and um... spoilers, they do. Oh my god, they better. Yeah, I know. Right? I, I, it's it's actually pretty great. I, I do really. I do Immediately, really I was just like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even ship them in the first game at all, but now I'm. I'm yeah, like, I know. Now I'm doing it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, I, I, I think it just it. The whole setup made me instantly more uh, invested in Cal. Yeah. For sure, um, right? Because you want to know. It's it's like you can feel what he's feeling. It's just like it, everything. He, he, his entire order got slaughtered and all that, and he wants to fight off the off the empire. And he keeps going into battle after battle, and he kind of feels betrayed by the people that you know abandoned him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he feels abandoned him. Of course, you you understand their side too, though, right? It's like they had to. I mean, they can't just keep fighting until they're dead like cal is clearly going somewhat down a path of self-destruction there when they started off really well which i don't you know i guess i guess i'll i'll not make this just a total spoiler cast because maybe we can do that next episode when yeah sorry perhaps we've we've beaten it i don't know but you know let's but like there's um there's actions taken in the beginning of this game and you're like was that worth it like was yeah. that actually worth it you know are you like the stakes are high and and loss is going to continue happening like this is definitely like a darker uh path. i mean the first the first game was pretty dark but you know yeah. this one is definitely like approaching that we're we're um we're exhausted and shit has just gotten so bad and yeah, there's that really good line from Seer. And I love when I can say that about a video game. Like, there was that one line that just stuck with me. Like, that doesn't always happen in video games, you know, unless you're playing, like, a Last of Us or something like that. But she, she tells him, um, you, were just a, you were just a boy when they sent yeah. you off to war. And, 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 like, she said nothing else. Like, she just moved on. I was like, that's so true. Like he hasn't—he right. yeah, hasn't yeah. even had a life. Yeah, no. He's just been doing this. He's been on the run, 
his int- since he was a kid, since yeah. you know he watched his friends kill his master, and it's like, oh God, I actually care about this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I'm, I'm. I, I mean, again, there's a lot of fucking death. There's there there's a decent amount of 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 um, I guess different story elements going on at once. All while they build up this big piece that is. I guess equally part of you know what we've seen before. You know he's he's that the he's the survivor, or whatever. Uh, as far as he knows, one of the last of his kind. That whole bit, you see a bit of the 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 sisters. What are they called? The the inquisitors. The inquisitors, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and they're tying to Darth Vader and all that, and that's cool. But obviously, this one tries to i think so far move away from that create its own little like central story while still being you know a part of uh i guess the reasoning for it all is is because of uh survival i suppose for the jet for the jedis or any force uh sensitives well yeah and they're they're teasing this idea of like a utopia and when you think about the fact that you know, we don't know who Cal Kestis is, even though what we've seen film-wise is far beyond this game. Um, you know, does he make it to that? Does, you know, does something else happen? Does he find another reason to join a fight? Does he collide with other people? Um, and I, I don't know, with like Star Wars retconning, you never know what direction they're going to take or be forced to take. But... Yeah, it's just it it definitely is engaging. I will say that much. You know, at this point though, I would not be upset to see Cal Kestis in like Ahsoka or or the Mandalorian. I know. Yeah. I really I mean, and you have that kind of already those seeds planted with the fact that Cameron Moynihan is an actor. Like and right. everybody in this game, they are actors. Yeah, a lot of a lot of them voice and screen actors. Um, I mean, this guy, this guy's done a ton of stuff, a lot of TV, but right, you know, so, I don't see any uh-huh. reason why he couldn't be brought into film or, you know, even the Disney plus shows and stuff. I think that'd yeah. be really cool. Unless yeah, he dies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless he dies. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I, I think that it feels, it feels like, an, like, you know, another one of these shows, right. Or another movie. It feels like on that level. It really that's, does. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Is like that's that's kind of what I was saying. Where it pulls less from the history of Star Wars games and more from the history of Star Wars film and and television media. Um, right. Like you're definitely getting your dose of Mandalorian in this. Yeah. And then um, I don't know. And then there's a a fair amount of humor that's actually funny, right? Yeah. And and then then different things that you just always really wanted to see. So it does well. I just, I kind of wish there was a little bit of a, you know, space action, right? That would be fun. I thought of that when I would, when, uh, whenever he was taking off after the ship was fixed, I yeah. was like, are you actually going to get to fly? Yeah, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, of course not, whatever. <laughs> also, oddly enough, despite what everybody said, at least for me, for me personally, the game has been running relatively fine on computer um on pc on like a 
like a medium rig uh, level rig at best. Um, but yeah, the, uh, yeah, I'm about to say the PC is the the area where I've been seeing the stories. <laughs> Yeah, on. but I mean, it's like, yeah, I feel like it's the same about every game. Uh, there, yeah. There's a lot of nuances there, I think, that we could probably do a whole episode on it. But uh, the, the menu, for whatever reason, to go to different planets runs like absolute garbage. My frames drop really? down to like three. I can barely get through at the time, yeah. Damn. But once I, I get I... on a planet, I'm fine. I'm running smooth, huh. you know? So I'm on PS5 and um, I was playing a good part of the beginning of this game in fidelity mode. Right. I was like, it's not that bad. Uh, and I've been doing that a little bit more lately just because I want to see how far the resolution and, you know, certain elements of ray tracing will go on PS5. Um, I mean, they say it's supposed I'll, to be uh, capable, right? It's I a mean, selling I, point for the PlayStation. I've, I've been, but I've been addicted to sixty frames per second, and I'm so right. it's so hard to go from that. But if you start that way, um, but eventually, once I started getting more and more into the open areas, I was like, "It's chugging." I I need that performance boost, and so I and re and really with this one, it's not it's not like um, some other games where it's like it's like turning ray tracing on or off. It's really just capping out the resolution. Um, to like 1440 so it's not that you're getting you're like losing a ton of graphical fidelity if you go on yeah. performance mode so i i guess it right now i'm playing in performance mode just because it's it's smoother and i'm enjoying the the com i was starting to suffer with the combat that's why i switched performance mode the timing right. was starting to be off in certain fights and i was like well i'm not like whenever i would uh go into a a like fixed camera attack motion animation, it would stutter and it would throw me off. And I'm like, well, that's, that's a, that's a call for me. So I'm going to performance. Right. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I think, uh, Barry said it before. I think maybe I'm a little too complacent about these things. I, I do think when we, now that we're moving into a 70, this whole $70 game thing. And especially if you have a game coming out on a console, I actually don't think there's much excuse for it to have any sort of issues on a console, right? Because there's nothing that can be done on your end. It either right. runs on the console or it doesn't. Like in right, I can't mess with that, yeah. Um, so developers, uh, sorry, companies, right, might have to figure out a way to better pipeline this whole process or set uh, set breakpoints maybe on, on, on game fidelity, right? Because... Clearly, we're getting to the point where games are just maybe have the ability to look way too good than right. what the hardware can actually handle. You know, it's it's not it's not actually running uh, well on anybody's machines here. And then you you do have a wide range of people on the lower end that can't afford or neither would want to afford a forty ninety, right? With the latest right. processor, I, I don't know. Well, and then and then you have. And I mean, it, it is getting a little sketchy. Um, you have, do you remember that story that came out a couple weeks ago about Resident Evil, Capcom just like silently stripping their ray tracing modes out of I think two, 
and three because yeah. they basically were causing like such abhorrent performance issues. And I didn't have too many issues with it on my end. Of course, I'd like I'd play around with them, but then I'd turn them off. Um, right. Resident Evil is a little different because I don't mind a, a lower frame rate on Resident Evil because it is a little more cinematic and it's all about the ambiance. Um, In my yeah. opinion, it's, it's just all about like, I mean, if you're a solid 30, it doesn't feel nearly as good as 60, but hey, you're solid. It's fine. You're a solid yeah. 60, great, awesome. Any higher than that, perfect, cool, good for you. It's when it drops drastically. Yeah, it's, when it hits like, like the 20s. Yeah, when it goes from 60 to a 20, that's when we have problems. Or right? even when it goes like 60 to 30. If you can't keep a stable 60, yeah, I'd rather just a stable 30. Oh, yeah, I guess any sort of these technologies that they've kind of put into place to to help prevent these frame drops just don't really seem to work, right? Uh, yeah. V-Sync being like a big one. Uh Oh, uh, yeah. you reminded me of of that actually. I have, I was looking for a, and this is silly on console because why would I have a VSync option? It's very rare. But I was having some real bad screen tearing, especially when I was out in uh, the Kobo right. wildlands or whatever. But there was a ton of screen tearing, and I was just like, this is. Like every time I would turn the camera like a, a ninety degree or even less. Like fragments or whatever. Yeah, it would just it would just kinda of like slice right down the middle. And I was like, Oh, okay. Not to mention I think the whole uh, as someone who's uh, I guess technology technologically inclined, I I still find graphical settings confusing. Right. Oh yeah, that's because they are. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't know what does what. I forget what it is. Maybe it's Resident Evil that it shows you the um, the the impact on your it's on your memory perfect. and your RAM based off of what you select. Yeah, the two more people should do that. That way, I can every like, game should do that. <laughs> here's like my target of what I want because I mean, when it comes down to it, if I'm going over like my VRAM, right, I'm I'm, mm -hmm. I'm fucking my system. That's gonna, that's gonna cause a problem. So I love it. And, it, and it gives you that little thumbnail that shows you, you know, a basic image of what you're going to be seeing if you turn on, if you like up this yeah. and up that. Um, yeah. And then it straight up just gives you that green, yellow, red bar of how taxing this is going to be on your CPU. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that is, that literally is perfect. Right. And of course, I mean, that in itself isn't a perfect system, but it's, it's way better for me to try to, be, at least be able to fiddle with what might work. I mean, there's yeah. obviously your gibbons. Like, folks, you don't need shadows. You can turn them as low as you want. I promise you, you're not really going to notice at all. Of course, if you're doing, like, ray tracing and stuff like that. But, hey, I mean, if you if you have a rig that can run ray tracing, then don't, why you even talk to me? Um, yeah, and most of the time on my PS5 games, I'm getting, you know, whatever they call ray tracing, which yeah. is just a little more ambient lighting and it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. And often I will turn down textures because that's, of course, a huge one. It's everywhere. Turn that down like yeah. one one setting, right? And that's how, like, most games actually run pretty well for me, including this one. Of course, if you listen to Steam, I mean, apparently the game's fucking atrocious. Um, yeah. They just, re they just released a huge patch today, so right. maybe that'll help. Over that, 
Hopefully that will help. They're working uh, on it aggressively. From of course, I also I believe a lot of this is people just kind of hopping on the hopping on the hate bandwagon. But then, on on the, on the flip side of that coin, I also feel like, hey, you're paying for it. It should run perfectly fine according to their their specs. If yeah. you have at least their recommended specs, that game should run pristine, right? I agree. Um, and I will say, I. I I am happy about the story behind the development of the game. Apparently it was made in like record time and all of Respawn's employees uh, as it's reported now didn't have to deal with crunch and they were all allowed to work from home. And That's so and, and look look how good this game is, I know. right? It like, sounds like out. it had a really painless, div- like maybe not painless. I don't want to say that, but it sounds like the workers were rich, were treated right while this game was being developed. Like they had good practices in place. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to assume no thanks to EA, but uh... no, probably no. Respawn's still hugely independent, so I think that's why. That I mean, that is why, right? Probably. I mean, at that point, of course, they would be because they've had the really the only success that ea has been able to get uh, over the past couple of years so they probably would have happened with activision if they if activision had bought them no we would see a lot more monetizations too in a in a in a not nearly as polished game for sure no for sure i was a little bothered by the fact that the deluxe was twenty dollars extra for yeah and and you know twenty dollars extra for costume dlc it's not the worst thing i've ever seen but the fact that the base game was 70 dollars and the deluxe was 90 i know i was like for a han solo costume and a couple other things like i usually go for that kind of stuff and i was like no i'm good (laughs) i'll I'll get it when it's on sale for like five bucks yeah same just because that's just too pricey it's it it is that I so I I understand the the complaints that it, basically every single game that's been released for the past several months mm-hmm. has been getting because they do make sense. Um, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, well, unless you unless if you're on the t- so if you're on the top end of of PC builds, uh, if I, you know, maybe talking out of my butt here a little bit, but uh, I mean, they really haven't ironed out all the kinks and all that good stuff. So your game's probably not going to run super smooth on that hardware. And then, of course, if you're on the lower end, no game is going to run perfectly on PC. It's just kind of the nature of the, of the, I guess, PCs, right? That's kind of how it's always been. It has gotten worse, though. And I, I do think that is a lot to just like these develop uh, the 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 games are just trying to do too much, which is great. It's awesome, but it clearly PCs are just having a, and consoles are having a difficult time running some of these things. Well, yeah, and I I do feel like my PS5 is a beefy ass machine, but it's. I feel like I wouldn't normally see these shortcomings this early in a console's life. Right. Um, like with PS4, it took a minute. Well, no, PS4 actually launched with some shortcomings now that I think about it. But like in the in the older generations, it's like you didn't see the 
that come up so fast. But now PS5, it's like it's already not keeping up with a lot yeah. of the PC specs that are coming out. And then, but like things aren't being well optimized for PC either at the same time. No. Yeah, but so. see, that's the whole thing. I mean, they're definitely being optimized for like the consoles. consoles and that's yeah. why there's, there is no excuse. And, you know, the consoles, they have, they have one configuration. And mm-hmm. I, you know, we can specifically uh, optimize for that configuration. We don't really have to worry, except for maybe some slight variations here and there. Computers are. Who knows? Yeah, my, no. My my system's completely different than yours, and that actually yeah. does make a very big difference. Right, right. It does. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So I Have understand, we... but then I, <laughs> but then I don't. But I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. I mean, I still feel like, yeah, we are paying seventy dollars for this game. Maybe they should run a little bit better, but maybe we should just all be nicer to each other about it too. <laughs> Wouldn't it be tight if we were all chill to each other? We should we should really all just be chill, be chill to each other, be chill to each other, be chill to each other, everybody. Yeah. And with that, I, I don't think, think you saw I did the whole Jedi. Oh, oh yeah, be chill. I don't know why this is the first. I, w- I was gonna sign off, but it just reminded me like this is the first time the Jedi mind tricks have felt icky to me. I'm like, whoa, wow. All right, we're getting some. Kinda- we're getting some weird free will ter- territory. <laughs> we are a little bit. Like, there doesn't really seem... I'm c- kind of like... Uh, did I just pick the evil option? Is that what just happened? I mean, that's what I would say. But is that what a Jedi would say? Yeah, you look at Obi-Wan, like, you know, being like, leave us alone. And it's like, okay, that's like telling some Nazis to fuck off. But when you're literally just trying to get information out of somebody, and you're like, but hey, but come on, but like, but like, tell me what's up. And you're like, ew, Cammy, come on. You will be rewarded. No. <laughs> <laughs> she has a family. Stop making her say things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, I think we've about said everything we can at this point. Um, you have anything else you wanted to touch on? No, I think that's going to be it for me. I could probably keep talking, but uh, I'll, I'll see you well, next time. Yeah, I mean, depending on where we are by next week, maybe we'll have a full-on spoiler cast about the plot. Uh, we may get a little bit longer. We could perhaps take a break and talk about other things. So I don't imagine I'll be playing much else, but we'll try. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we'll we'll eventually have like a big old-ass spoiler cast about this. If we haven't spoiled casted it enough, you know. You knew what you're getting in. We did say spoilers up front, so you know what you're getting into. Um hopefully yeah, you if you didn't want to hear anything, you checked out before the story section. Yeah, <laughs> maybe probably. we'll maybe we'll insert a little clip of like story spoilers. Right? Right before <laughs> spoiler warning. Uh we weren't we weren't too bad. Um but yeah. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Uh, also, this may be our first video podcast, depending how this recording goes. So we'll see. you might see that on YouTube if you want to look at our faces. Hi. Um, yeah, thanks for stopping by. And send your questions into the nerdinggrounds at gmail.com, especially if, if you have some Star Wars questions or if you just want to know what else we're into or if you want to know what's going on with matt's pc i bet he's got a bunch of uh you know insight about that oh boy do i well
be nice to each other and have a wonderful week slash weekend bye everyone you want to follow us you want to you want to tell people about our patreon